0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Jess podcast. Today, I'm joined by absolutely no one, because yesterday I recorded some beautiful content with Claire from Elevate Wellness on the truth about competitive bodybuilding. And we had technical difficulties, and none of it's really usable, and it's on the editing room floor right now. So rather than give up on my goal of releasing an episode every two weeks, I'm going to go into the gray space. I'm going to pivot hard and record an episode on my own, about a topic that has been coming up lately in my classes, has been coming up with clients, and one that I'm working on. We're going to talk about perfectionism. Are we perfect yet? The impact, the suffering related to perfectionism and, and as it relates to self love. I have to, I have to tell you the truth. Self love lately, the term is a little bit annoying. It's a little bit gelatinous to me. It, people just throw it around like, fucking gray paint it just goes everywhere well you just have to love yourself you just have to love yourself that's fucking really hard for many of us and in times of struggle or in times of tumultuousness or obstacles loving yourself is really hard and some days you might feel like you love yourself on a monday and by wednesday you feel like a piece of shit and you don't love yourself And somewhere in between there, maybe you made some mistakes that you're having trouble letting go of that you can't forgive yourself for. Maybe you said something that hurt somebody's feelings. You made a mistake at work. You're embarrassed about an action. Something, just something that makes you cringe about yourself. And if you're like me, when you do something that makes you kind of have a cringe, immediately you go right to self-loathing do not pass go, do not collect $200. It just goes from the mistake to the cringe to the self-loathing. And it seems strange to me. So I'm digging in on it hard because I don't like this shoe. This shoe doesn't fit me anymore. I don't want to fucking wear it. Over the summer, I had been doing my afternoon mental health walks where I listened to an audio book and I had been digging in on Brene Brown. And Brene Brown is a shame researcher. And she talked about Shame and perfectionism are two sides of the same coin. And it hit me like a rock upside the fucking head. And I was pissed because I didn't realize I was walking around with shame. I don't like to think of myself as a shame based, allowed to make mistakes. Other people might be able to, but I'm not allowed to. If I make any mistake at all, all of a sudden I cringe. All of a sudden I'm defective and I have to get out of whatever space I'm in and I can't forgive myself. It's a, f- it's not a shoe I want to wear anymore. So I'm working on this book. I hate that it says this, it says self-love in big purple letters, workbook, self-love workbook for women by Megan Logan. And I bought one for me and one for Stephanie, and we're going through it together because we're not allowed to make mistakes. And when we do, they keep us up. You know, you wake up to pee at 2 a.m. and you get that cringe, and then you're just up thinking about all the things that you possibly have done wrong, and maybe some things that you did wrong when you were 13 years old that you still can't let go of. You know what I'm saying? So I want to talk about perfectionism and what it stands in the way of, and I want to talk about the burden of loving yourself for women in our journey to health, okay? I'm a personal trainer and nutrition coach, so I kind of hold the hands of women who don't love themselves and maybe don't like their bodies and try to help them walk a different path, It's more about that than learning how to lose weight because you can't really change your body from a place of self-loathing. That's where the weight regain happens anyway. And I don't wanna make this about physique, but in truth, when you're trying to change anything about yourself, any aspect of yourself, whether it's physique, a personality trait, when it comes from a a place of self-loathing, it's not lasting, it's fleeting. The the result you achieve is not one that you get to keep. It's a rented result. So I wanna share with you this quote. So, so this book says self-love is the fuel that allows an individual to reach their full potential. It's filled with compassion, grace, and gentleness. Can I tell you something? I am the queen of compassion, grace, and gentleness for others, not for me. And I give myself grace in some spaces, but in interpersonal relationships, I'm not allowed to make mistakes. If I mess up a recipe, I'm embarrassed. If I mean any little thing, any little thing, think right now of some things that you might have done recently. Do you cringe? And when you cringe, what does it do to you for you? Does it invite chaos into your life? If we are trying to be perfect and we don't allow ourselves to make mistakes, we begin to suffer. We begin to self-loathe. We begin to cringe. And then next step is leaning on maladaptive coping mechanisms that hurt us instead of help us. So we start to walk down this dark, windy, deep, gross fucking path. And somebody saying to us in that space, when we're spiraling down, you just have to love yourself. I kind of want to say, go fuck yourself even though I've done that to people. I'm down in a hole right now. I'm suffering with self-doubt, blame, cringiness, loneliness. There's no peace in my head. And now now I'm reminded that I'm not able to love myself or access any kind of self-love or treat myself with any kind of love in that moment. That's rough. That's not compassionate. Steph and I were talking the other morning about, you know, our morning, we have coffee every morning, basically, and chat about the past 24 hours. And we had each met a good goal. And she was like, well, how do you feel about it? And I said, well, I feel like an asshole that I didn't do it sooner. And 10 minutes before she had done something and I was like, well, how do you feel about it? And she's like, I feel like a dick that I didn't do it sooner. So we were both speaking with a lack of love to ourselves. We would never speak that way. To each other. So I have this goal that I'm digging in on hard and working to release this perfectionism and this shame because I can see that it is impeding on the life that I'm choosing to live. I'm in my blank canvas phase. I'm picking what colors I want to put on the canvas. I'm deciding carefully what shoes I want to wear what players I want around me while I'm wearing my shoes and painting on my canvas. I'm hand-selecting all these parts of my life and I have decided that this is not something I want to continue to carry around. I am more than my accomplishments. We're all more than our accomplishments. I have value at any size. I tell my clients they have value at any size. I have value whether I win, lose, or draw. And somewhere I got this message that I matter if I accomplish over the top, larger than life, knock down every single obstacle. And I'm gonna tell you something. For for a couple of years now I've been going through a lot of transformation, and I love the human being I'm becoming. But the shoe of having to be top, overachiever, best at everything, that doesn't fit me. I want to be a worker among workers. I don't need to be the best at everything. That's, I'd rather have a little bit of peace. And I've realized this, having to over-accomplish also has been related to shame, also is related to perfectionism, but that was one of my maladaptive behaviors. Rather than deal with the pain that I lived in, and if you struggle with this, see if this shoe fits you. Rather than deal with the pain that I had been living in, I just kept accomplishing. Maybe if I can accomplish this, that will take the pain away. Maybe then I will feel love. So I reach for all these things. And I know that what I was really looking for was love in any capacity, not even self-love, love from anybody. Keep proving, proving, proving. It was a maladaptive coping mechanism. And we all have them. When something hurts, we reach for something that will dull the pain rather than help us transform through the pain. Alcohol, drugs, sex, shopping, guilty as charged, working out, dieting, whatever you're digging in on, overachieving for me. I remember when my dad passed, when my dad got sick, and then when he passed, next to my divorce, probably like the most painful shit I've been through. I didn't want to deal with the anger I had about him dying. So this insane overachievement began over the top. My my journaling was over the top. My reading, my studying, everything I did was times 10. Then when he passed, that's when my bodybuilding began. Then I went on a reality TV show. Then I formed my own company. I did so much in one year just to outrun the pain of losing my father. I think I was working like three jobs. I wanted to do things that were big enough that they could reach him in heaven where I, or wherever he is. I wanted to reach him. If I did this, if I won this trophy, if I won this TV show, if I won this award at work, if I formed this company, if I published this journal, if I published this paper, if I got this certification, he would see me and he would still be there. All of a sudden, this overachieving thing, this perfectionism, no mistakes were allowed at that time. I would crumble. Health is a constant reflection and reframing and consideration of where your feet are walking, if your shoes fit, and if it's aligned with who you are. Self-reflection, constant self-reflection is the pathway to health, it's a gift. And this is another facet of health, because believe it, this is a foundation level issue. Unless this is right, physique is not right. Parenting is not right. Relationships are not right. Nothing in life lines up unless we fix what's at the base layer. This is an old, old thing I've been walking around with forever. Lately I'm in this, in this competition prep. It's very, when I compete, I get, you know, I kind of close myself off a little bit. My life gets a little bit more compact. I get a little bit more quiet. I'm not really showy, although I'm trying to be because people want to know about it. Thank you for sharing your journey about anything, not just about bodybuilding. When I share about this shit, the shit I'm talking about right now, the stuff that we all suffer with that we're afraid to say that we think we're the only ones suffering with, that is our burden, our private heavy burden, the things that keep us up at two when we just have to get up for a quick pee and like we try to get back to bed without our brain turning on. But then your brain turns on and you're up till four thinking about something you did when you were 15. It's unfair. A path to health is one where we get to make decisions and assess, does this shoe fit? It doesn't fit. So we can decide, let's be fucking done with this. Let's put it down. Let's not let it carry over into future relationships. I don't want past relationships to bleed onto current relationships. I don't want my history to keep repeating itself. I get to decide whether or not that happens. I have to work though. No, we have to work. And sometimes, here's another reason why I hate so much talking ad nauseum about fitness and nutrition to people. Sometimes I'm making your problems so much worse because sometimes that's only a distraction for the larger picture, the bigger work. If you're trying to make your body perfect because you think happiness, joy, and peace live at the end of that perfect body, I have the skills to help people get That body, but I don't have the skills to help people get peace and love. That's not a result of the body. That's a result of the internal work. That's a result of saying, oh my God, I think I'm a perfectionist. I think it's related to shame. I think I'm carrying around some PTSD. I think I don't like this about me. I think I don't give myself permission to fail. Fuck that. I'm too old. I'm allowed to fail. We're all allowed to fail. That's That's the larger picture. So that's why I want to talk about In this podcast, more of those types of things. Those are the types of things that we all need more help with. We need permission to fucking fail. Because think about it. If you're using, and how many times have any of us used a diet or a physique transformation to distract ourselves from pain that we were feeling? And rather than dig in on that, we chose to have a better body so that people would admire and love us. Rather than deal with the fact that we don't love ourselves at all. Because we don't let ourselves fail. We don't let ourselves get soft around people. We keep up a rough exterior. We need no one. We block people out. Come on. I'm telling you my life story. That's how I was. And slowly I am changing. And as I am changing, more is revealed. More is always revealed. If we choose to walk a path to health, more will always be revealed. We aren't ever done along with mental and emotional and spiritual transformation. The body happens in the background of all the other work that needs to be done. Because we have to do this other work, so we stop using the maladaptive coping mechanisms that are fighting us. We do not need to be our own worst enemy forever. I i am fucking tired of being my own worst enemy. I'm tired of the fear talking to me. I'm tired of my brain lying to me. I'm tired of my perfectionism telling me that I'm not allowed to make a mistake. I'm tired of old tapes telling me that if I don't achieve the top of the top of the top, I don't have worth. I know people hear me. None of us want to be walking around suffering. We also can't lie to ourselves and say that we're not. It doesn't matter how cute your outfit is, how good your hair looks, If you're suffering on the inside, you're suffering on the inside. And we got to tell the truth to ourselves. Hopefully, God bless, if you have a life like mine where you have people around you who you can say all this to. I can walk up to anyone in my life and say all this stuff. And heads would be nodding and arms would be out hugging me. And I know what's going on in their lives as much as they know what's going on in my lives. Like I have a true support system, which is another reason I talk about social health. Don't sleep on social health. Social health is your safety net. How are you going to do this work if you don't have support behind you? How are you going to dig in on the ugly parts of shit you don't want to look at if you don't know that at the end of this work, people got you. They're going to love you. They're going to support you. And that's how maybe you will learn to love yourself if you can see yourself through the eyes of the people around you. I don't know. Maybe we don't adore ourselves every day. But if we don't treat ourselves with love, kindness, compassion, and respect, you can decide to start moving toward it. It doesn't happen overnight. I don't think I've been working on it for a long goddamn time and realizing now that I'm still not allowed to make a mistake. I'm 48 years old and I am not allowed to make a mistake and I don't want to live like that anymore. So I'm going to do a little bit of work. And this book, she's like a little course I'm doing. It says set aside some time every day. I already do a huge morning meditation. So I do this at night now. This is helping me break up with TikTok, which is a habit that I don't like that I do. So rather than spend 15 minutes on TikTok at the end of the night, I'm spending a little time on this book. And then I go to bed proud of myself and I wake up feeling accomplished and I get to do my meditation and then I exercise and see all my friends. So I would encourage anyone to invite as much good shit into your life as you can to support you as you travel the path to betterment. Overall health is about a lot more than just how you look, the vitamins you take. It's about all of this. It's about digging in the dirt and knowing that you're lovable and worthy and that you are enough as you are right now in this moment. All of us are enough as we are right now in this moment. And thank you very much for pivoting with me as I recorded this emergency episode. I hope you related to some of it I hope you enjoy this episode and the next episode and all the episodes to come. And I appreciate you. Have a peaceful and lovely day.